gift of life. The beauty of life resides in the ability to relish in its splendor, knowing that every endeavor in which we partake is founded on that premise. So in this, we're given the incentive to live. And in life, death is inclusive. So there's no need to delude ourselves in thinking we can elude ourselves from its agonies. But actually, we should embrace its reality. Whereas to prepare ourselves for that journey that we will all eventually take. So for our own sake, let us remember. So by chance, we can receive the promise and wish to obtain the ultimate bliss. This gift of life. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with poetic black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome to another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family, what's going on? Yeah, I hope... I hope your day is going as beautiful as mine. I hope you're doing the work today. And I hope you're not letting anyone hold you back from your truest potential. It's time for you to break free. I entitled today's podcast... Doing the work. Doing the work. Doing your part. Is very important. A lot of times. A lot of times. We find ourselves becoming complacent. We find ourselves becoming content with the way things are and if you want anything to change in your life you have to be willing to change there's no such thing as doing the same thing and getting a different result 
That's the definition of insanity. You're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. It's never going to happen. So I want to talk about putting in the work. Doing your part. We're going to go through some analogies. First analogy. Let's look at the farmer. The farmer is the individual who uses the agriculture. He's growing things, herbs, whatever, fruits, vegetables. He have livestock, perhaps, you know. But the point is, every morning he has to put in the work. There's no days off for a farmer. There's no days off. He doesn't make the seeds grow. He doesn't make the seeds grow. That's not his job to make the seeds grow. The universe will allow the seeds to grow, will cause the seeds to grow. That entity, I call it the universe, you can call it the creator, you can call it God, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But it's that thing, that entity, we're talking about the same thing. That would allow all your dreams to flourish. However, you have to do the work. And this is the part that we always fail to realize. We have to do the work. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So anything that you want in life, you have to be willing to do the work to receive the result. There's no such thing as, oh, I'm a, my man is on, so I'm on. My man is on, so I'm on, or, or, or this person I know is on, so I'm good. No, nothing will materialize in your life if you don't take that step to initiate, to make something happen. You have to do your part. I use this analogy before I use it again because it's, it's, it's pertinent. When you look at the story of Moses, let's use that for an example. A lot of people can identify with the story of Moses. We remember the, uh, the movie, the 10 commandments and the way they depicted the, uh, the storyline that's, that's located in the Bible. And it said that the sea split. That Moses split the sea So when the, the uh, Israelites Was running from The uh, Egyptians Moses got to the sea They like what are we going to do We are going to just fling ourselves in, We are going to fling ourselves into the ocean To the bottom of the ocean To our destruction So in the movie they depicted They depicted Moses stretching his hand Stretching his hand And the the ocean split in half Now if you go to the biblical version of this story Or the the, the, uh, the religious version of the story Because you have one You have an Islamic version And you have the um, the Christianity version And the, and the, uh, Judaic, the, the Judeo, um, Judaism version rather So when you look at When you read the scripture It tells you that when they got to the, the sea Moses took his stick And touched the water And when he touched the water The sea split And he was able to escape 
Why is this important? Why is this important? Because if you're a religious person and you believe in the doctrine, you know that it wasn't Moses who, who, who caused the seed to split. It was the power of God. However, what do the story tell you? That he took his stick and touched the water and the sea split, showing you that Moses had to do his part. We know where the power came from in the story. We know where the power came from. But why was it necessary for Moses to touch his stick, the staff that he had to touch the water for it to split? When we know it was it was the it was the the uh, energy of God or the power of God that caused it to split. However, why did Moses have to touch the water? Know why? Because he had to do his part. He had to do his part. Even though you got, this is what I get and I gather the takeaway from this story. Even though you got the big homie, you know what I'm saying? The big G-O-D on your side, you still had to do your part. And you see this example countless times if you if you a person who studies scripture, if you're an individual who studies scripture and you try to find deeper meanings, you'll see this example time and time again with different prophets. But the, the concept is always present that you have to do your part. You have to be willing to do the work. And a lot of times the, the situations that we f- we find ourselves in. The situations that we that we become complacent in, that we've getting we've gotten used to it. We don't want nothing better. So when someone comes along and try to show you a better way, you you shut down. You become offended. Your way wasn't working. So if your way wasn't working, the universe or God or whatever entity you want to say is, is, is bestowing a mercy upon you by showing you a way, giving you a way, giving you a way. There's another story dealing with Moses. No, this wasn't, this wasn't dealing with Moses. This wasn't dealing with Moses. This is, was dealing, uh, with, uh, I believe it was dealing with Moses. I believe it was. But the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes you need help along the way. Sometimes you need help along the way. Sometimes you need assistance. But if you're too arrogant when the assistance come to you, you turn it away. It's on you. It's no one else's fault. You got to remember also that the world won't bend. The world won't bend to you in your own, in your in your little, uh, your selfish ways that you have about yourself and you put yourself on the pedestal. There's nothing wrong with having good self-esteem. But when you place yourself upon and above the universe, that is all about you and it's you that makes everything go around, then this is a very arrogant approach to have. This is a very arrogant approach And this approach will cause you To be void of any Real knowledge Because knowledge won't ever come to you 
Real knowledge won't come to you. You'll get information all day, but you won't get any real knowledge because you're rejecting it. You won't get no, you won't get no knowledge because you reject it. I've learned in my in, in, in me getting old as the years, you know, I, I see so many things that I did when I was younger that I've moved from now that I'm older. And it's humbling. It's humbling. And a lot of times you gotta you gotta stop and look past your emotions. Stop, look past your feelings. And receive what you need to receive to get to the next level. And a lot of times we stun our growth because of that. And I'm a victim of that. I am definitely, I'm, I'm very guilty of that. I'm very guilty of that. And, and I see the growth in me that allows me to recognize that. The wisdom that I've gathered, it allows me to recognize where I was wrong. And a lot of times we don't like that feeling of being wrong. We don't like that feeling of being wrong. And by all means, we want to we want to make people feel we want people to see us the way we want to see us. If we had if we had that drive to become that person. You feel this way inside on oh, this. You want to respect me. You're going to do this to me. You're going to do this. However, you got to look past that. Look past the eye and look past someone is coming to give you some information. Someone is coming to give you something that's dire to you becoming successful. Would you not take it? No matter how it was given to you. Because, because when you was a kid and you were sick, when you was a kid and you were sick, or you, you was going through something and your mother came with the cod liver oil, you didn't want to you didn't want to take none of that you didn't want to take that it's like it's disgusting no i don't want that but your mom or your dad knew it was good for you so you had to take it you didn't like it you didn't like it one bit if you had the choice you would reject it but you had to take it in order for you to get better and there are there are so many different instances in life that 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 you can see the parallel between those two analogies. You can actually see it. You can, you can, you can see how a person would become so arrogant, so arrogant to their own detriment that they would turn away something that is crucial to them becoming what they want to become. Humble. Sit down, be humble. And I know it sounds harsh. I know it sounds like, oh, oh, you can you can say it better than that. But do I really? Sometimes you need that raw pill. If it was up to us, we'll never, we'll never drink penicillin. Uh, 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 if we're sick and got a cold, we'll never because it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But it's so beneficial for you. And everything that tastes so good is not always good for you. Because I can, I can, I can gaslight you. 
I can sit here and I can I can stroke your ego. I can stroke your ego. But what would that do for you? And a lot of times, because I'm a Sagittarius, and a lot of times I get the bad rap. I get the bad rap for just just being blunt and just being real. And I don't and I don't mean no maliciousness. It's no it's not being malicious. All you Sages out there, you know what I'm talking about. You, you you think what you're thinking and it comes out the way you're thinking it. And you see it clearly, but it, other people you're trying to express it to, they find a hard time seeing it. But it's just like ripping the band-aid off. Look, it is what it is. You got a cut right here. It's going to burn a little bit, you know, but it'll get better. Just deal with the reality of it. Everything can't be, oh, you got a little boo-boo. Oh, it's going to be okay. Let me kiss it and make it better. Every Everything can't be like that. It, w- it wouldn't be beneficial to your growth and development as a human being. Sometimes you have to take those hard truths and just know that it's coming from a place of love and it's not coming from a place of disdain. And you should be able to know that. You should be able to know that. You should be able to discern that. Whoever this message is going to, because it applies. It applies to me every day. It applies to people who I know. So I just felt it on my heart to bring it to the podcast and to see what you guys thought about it. See what you guys felt about it. It's something, it's something that plagues our community. It's something that plagues our community. And and I hate it. I really do. When we you deal with your people, it seems like, oh, the way I can get through to them, I got to stroke their ego. I can't tell them the truth and say, yo, look, this is what you need to do without them becoming defensive. And now their energy is is off from you. Now they, they want to throw bad vibes at you. They want to throw bad vibes at you because they don't understand that you coming from a place of love to give them something good. And that happens for a lot of Sages. I know it happens for a lot of Sages. Sometimes you just got to sit back and you just got to take that cod liver oil. No, no back talk. No back talk. No, no, no excuses. No, oh, oh, no, I'm going to do it. No, none of that. Sometimes you got to take the hard pill and it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. If you have people in your life who treasure you enough who treasure you enough to give you good advice to give you good advice is very is very crucial it's very crucial to the development of any individual who becomes who who who's trying to achieve the pinnacle of whatever they're trying to achieve any individual is very is very crucial that they have people around them that give it to them like it is. Because people who 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 sit there and lick your boots, people who sit there and say, oh yes, 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 yes. These are the people that are the most detrimental to your to your growth. These are the people most detrimental to your growth because you never know what's sincere and what's genuine. One brother told me one time, individual told me, he was older than me at the time. I think I was like 18 at the time when he told me this. He was like, he said, 
if you around a certain person or, or, or people in general, if you around people on a consistent basis, on a consistent basis, I'm talking every day, you around people and y'all never have a fallout. Y'all never disagree on anything. He says somebody fronting. Somebody fronting. Naturally, people personalities clash. Naturally, people have different views, different approaches to things. So you're gonna find you're gonna find an individual who may differ from you. Who may differ from you. However, you have to be mindful and watch people like that because their true intentions will come out. If you watch a person long enough, their true intentions will come out. What do they want from you? If everybody's always around you, yes, 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 yes. I can tell from a distance. I don't got to know you. If I'm looking at a group and one person in the group is doing all the talking and everybody else around that person is doing all the yesing, I already know that that person in the middle who's doing all the talking is, is, is the individual who have what everybody wants. That's just obvious. They want something and they willing to get it by hook or crook because he can, that person who's talking in the middle can say anything. He can say something disrespectful, can say something demeaning and they'll still, yes, 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 yes. Like a good obedient dog. That's what they'll do. Yes, 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 yes. Stroke the ego because they want something from you. They want something from you. You can do that as a test by yourself. Like, People in your sphere People in your circle You got a person in your circle That everything you say they agree with You got to watch them a little closer See what type of motives they have for you What's their intentions for you Because they want something from you That's obvious But do they want something positive Or they want something negative Do they want Do they want Do they, do they want to be You know what I'm saying Do, do they want the best for you <clears throat> do they want the best for you or do they want or do they want the uh they want negative for you you got to look at that you got to really pay attention to what a person's motives are and when you always got an individual always next to you and they always agreeing always agreeing always agreeing no matter what you say you better pay attention Because life is not like that People agree when When it's agreeable How Malcolm X said He said I don't dance unless I hear music And I don't scratch unless I got a niche Watch people's behavior The people you treasure Is the people who are real with you 100% of the time Individuals When you When you bouncing ideas Off of them If it sounds stupid They gonna let you know And you gotta be smart enough You gotta have the wisdom To know that these people Are coming from a place of love Cause they have sincere Love for you You gotta know that You gotta have that discernment You can't allow your Your, your, your uh, emotions To supersede your intelligence And be like Oh no You ain't gonna talk to me Like that You No you gotta be You gotta have some type of discernment And you gotta have some type of decorum 
some type of patience. Like there's a story in the um in the Quran, and I believe I was getting to it earlier, but I believe it was with Moses and Kedar. Mo- Moses and Kedar was Moses came upon this person because the way the story goes is that Moses has said that he was the most knowledgeable of all the people. And God was supposed to be, you know, teaching him a lesson. He said, no, there's one who knows more than you. You're not the most knowledgeable. You're not the most knowledgeable. So he 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 leads him to an individual who's supposed to show him. So Moses go out and 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 he's walking with this individual. So the individual tells him, he says, listen, I'm going to be doing some things that you're not going to understand. But do not question me. Do not question me. I'm going to be doing some things you're not going to understand. But don't question me. So Moses said, okay, I can agree to that. Let's go. So they going. They going on a journey. Now I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing the um story. You know, but you'll get the gist of it. So they, they go on their journey. And uh, they come across this town. They come across. No, the town comes last. The town comes last. They come across uh, these people, right? These are God-fearing people. And they have a boat. So they're about to put their stuff on their boat to go out, you know what I'm saying, and sail. So Kedar sees them. He go puts a hole in their boat. He damaged their boats. They ain't, they're not able to go out to the sea. So Moses see this and say, yo, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? He said, why did you destroy those people's property like that? So Kedar said, I told you I'm going to be doing some things you're not going to understand. So Moses, remember, he remembers his promise. He's not going to he's not going to interrupt. He's just going to gain knowledge. So he says, he said, oh, you're right. So they continue on. So they come across a boy. They come across a, they come across a boy. And when they come across the boy, Kida, he kills him. He kills the boy. So it's like, whoa. Moses like, yo, you just killed that boy. Killed him. So you, you, you're not going to understand the things I'm going to do. This, this is what Keita telling. This is what he's telling them. You're not going to understand the things that I'm going to do. So they go to another town. Moses remember, oh, I remember. I don't supposed to say nothing. So he goes to another town. So they go to the town and they ask the people there for food. Ask them for some type of, you know, uh, donations or some type of sadaqa or charity. That's the word I'm looking for. They ask for charity. So when they go and they ask for the charity, the people treat them harshly. Get out of here. We ain't giving you nothing. Kick rocks. So... They begin to leave the town. So while they leave in the town, Kedar sees some bricks that's been like 
partially demolished. So what he starts to do, he starts to take the bricks and put them back together, build it back to how it was. So Moses flips. He says, yo, we just asked these people for charity. They turned us away. Told us to kick rocks. I'm paraphrasing. They told us to kick rocks. And you're going to sit up here and build their town back for them? Like, what are you doing? So at this time, Kita says, now, this is where we part ways. This is where this is where we depart. You're not patient enough. You know? So then he says, well, I'll explain to you what I did. So he said, as for the, as for the boat that I destroyed, why well, I, I, I uh, really put out a commission for the boat that I damaged those with God fearing people and if they would have went out to sea that day they would have been they would have been murdered by pirates and they property would have been usurped so I put a damage in their boat so they wouldn't go out that day they can fix it and then they can go out another day where they'll be safe so he goes to the next instance That's for the boy The boy that I killed He said his parents was God fearing Now this one always get me all You know what I'm saying But that's another story That's another podcast But he says that his parents was God fearing His parents was God fearing And he would have been He would have been He would have he'd have been raised up to be a tyrant Upon them He would have been a tyrant upon his parents so God took that son and would bless him with another one, a righteous one. This is how the story go. And as for, he says, for this, this, this little area that I'm building up, inside this area is, is one of these orphans' inheritance. And if this get destroyed, people will find it. And he'll be robbed of it. But in this area right here is is a is an inheritance that's buried for one of these orphans that's God fearing. So when you take the religious dogma out of it, you can still get some benefit from this story. This benefit. A lot of times, everything ain't always what it seems. Sometimes you need to be still. In order to see things clearly Can't jump the gun on everything You can't be You can't be a person who Soon as something happens You ready to go off the handle Sometimes you gotta wait Listen You got two ears and One mouth My grandmom used to say, you got two ears, one mouth. That means you can do twice as much listening as you can do talking. So true. But a lot of times, a lot of times we become so complacent in the way that we are, so content in the way that we are when people come with sincere things for us, things that can benefit us, knowledge that can benefit we turn them away And then we blame them 
oh, you should have did it to me. Like, you should have gave it to me like this. Or you should have gave it to me like that. The universe don't bend to you. The universe assists you. Helps you. Give you assistance. It don't work for you. So to say. And, 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 and I always say this, that the biggest part of becoming blessed or becoming, you know, rich. When I say rich, I don't mean money only, you know what I mean? But it can be translated to money, but to become rich, rich, wealthy, you have to, you have to learn certain things. Money is just money. Money is always just going to be money. Things seems to be a little bit easier when it's around. But it's bigger than that. It's about character. Who are you as a person? And the goal should be to become better. That should be our number one goal every day is to become better than we were yesterday. But we get so content in our current situations. So anything that comes up contrary to that or anything that comes up against to what we're used to, we take as offense. We put up our defense mechanisms. No, I'm going to die in my ignorance. No. That, that's the arrogance. That's the arrogance to think that you know so much that someone else is ignorant. We are all ignorant in some degree or another. We are all ignorant in some degree or another. And having that discernment, knowing that fact, we can get further in life to know that there's still more to gain. But if you think you got it all already, you don't need no assistance from no one else. If you think that you know everything, you don't need nothing. There's no growth for you. Because you got it all How much more can you grow But this is the stupidity That we fall into When we get a little bit of information Life is about growing There's levels to this shit This is not checkers It's chess There's levels There's, there's levels to this and if you think that you If you're a novice And you think you're a grand champion You're deluded You're deluded Now I play chess Using chess as an example I play chess I'm pretty decent You know But but my 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 skills In the game People think I'm better than I am But it's really that I know that I have more to learn. So when you have an individual who knows they have they have more to learn, they're always learning. An individual think they got the base the basis of the game, and they nice. You see them get they you see them get beat up pretty bad, <clears throat> real bad. I was walking up in 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 my neighborhood. I was going to the store. They had a chessboard out in the. Out in the what you call it, in the summertime, and you know, the people play chess and all that. So I'm walking by, so I see I seen the guy. He had the chessboard. I say, hey, 
So you used to play chess? He's like, yeah, I play a little bit, but my man is nice. Yo, son, yo, son, come here. He was like, yeah, he nice. He be cracking dudes. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right. I said, maybe we can get a game in sometime. He looked at me, said, nah, I know you know something. <laughs> you probably cracked me. Nah. The fact of, the, of that game in particular, that's why I'm using that as an example, the more you know that you don't know, the better you are. I found that I got, I got humbled because I used to play that game a lot. I used to play it on a consistent basis. Sometimes I still do play on the, on the internet, you know, but I would be like, when I was younger, you know, you young, you sharp, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of victories under your belt. You, you start, you start getting cocky, you know, start telling dudes, yo, I can beat you in 12 moves. I used to count down. This was this, this was me and my arrogance. I used to count down. Like I'll I'll do an opening. I'll do a particular opening. I'll do a particular opening. And if a if a dude bit on the opening, because the way I opened the, the the pieces, if he did something, I knew it was a matter of a time, a matter of time that I would have him. You know, it was about 12 moves off. So me and my arrogance. If I, I said put the pawn up And I said you take that pawn You're going to be dead in 12 moves So that was part of my little get up Getting the person head also What I'm taking it Take the pawn And when they get checkmated It's like oh look he said it He called it That was the arrogance Until I met my match I did that to a guy And he obliterated me And I was like yo how did you get past that Cause I put this defense up like nobody can get past this defense because nobody I played ever got past it. But this dude destroyed it. He destroyed it like it was nothing. And I was like, yo, changed my whole perspective. You think you know something, but you don't. There's always someone who knows something more. And a lot of times what people do, they assign you. Cause you got some people who are like that. They're very, they got that alpha. You know, they're, 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 they're very aggressive. Or when I say aggressive, like very forward, and they will always take the leadership position or leadership role. Now, you got, like, if you go camping or something, or, or you in a, a, some type of a, a community environment and you got to do a task, you know, you got some people who always will step up to be, oh, I'll, I'll run it. I'll run this group. I'll do it. I'll run it. And then you got some people who naturally say, all right, uh, I'll be an assistant. I'll help. I'll help do this. So I can do this. I can pitch in like this. I can pitch in like that. And a lot of times you find the people who want to be the boss. They don't have they don't have the characteristics of being the boss. They want to be they want to be the leader. But you but they're very bad soldiers, you know. And you can't be a good leader if you're a bad soldier. Think about it. When you really when you really think about it. You know, good soldiers make good leaders. Bad soldiers usually don't lead, but when they do, they make horrible leaders. So, it's about you knowing what your lane is. It's about you as an individual knowing who you are as an individual and making that work for you. 
because it's not either one or, or the other. Like one is bad and one is good. They're both equally the same. Just because a person take the leadership role don't mean that they're running shit. You know what I'm saying? You can look at that on the on on the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I believe the um the the um the Bills. You had the the great Jim Kelly. He was the quarterback, but the captain of the team, if I'm not mistaken, was Bruce Willis. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 what you call it? You um just because a person is elected to be the leader doesn't mean that oh they're running shit because a part of a team is that the team the team runs it collectively because everyone has to do their part in order for a team to work properly if you want to be if you want to play this position if you want to be the wide receiver and the quarterback so you want to throw the ball and you want to run and go catch it it don't work that way it's not going to be successful you know so don't get it twisted to thinking that, oh, if I take a position of being of assistance or I take a, a role playing position, I'll be a role player. I won't be a main player. I'll be a playmaker. You know what I'm saying? I know I got good defense. We playing basketball. I got good defense. I'm not the fastest. So I'm going to stay down here in the paint and I'm going to guard the, I'm going to guard the, uh, the goal. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I can't be agile. I can't move as fast as this guy. So I got to do what I can do to help the team win. But teamwork, you know, and a lot of people get caught in the fame. That's why everybody want to be the quarterback. You can't throw the ball. But everybody want to be a quarterback. Why? Because the quarterback get all the shine. Oh, that's the quarterback. Because everybody outside the team thinks that the quarterback is the leader. And it's not. The leader can be the, the the punter. It doesn't matter who the leader is. You dig what I'm saying? The quarterback is the individual who can do that position correctly. Who's the best at that? Who can throw the ball correctly? Just because you can't, just because you can't throw the ball more than the quarterback doesn't mean that you're not valuable. You just got to find your position to play. That's his position to play. You find your position and you be the best at your position. Everybody ain't good at blocking. You took you take a quarterback and make him a blocker, he ain't nothing. That's why that's why quarterbacks run out the way when the, when the action start happening, they protect the quarterback, get him out the way, they don't want him to get hurt. You see what I'm saying? So you can see countless, countless, and countless analogies. Countless analogies of what we're talking about. And the goal is always to be better. We gotta stop. With this hangups that we have We got these crazy hangups We got these crazy hangups Like oh the world is supposed to bend to us No the world is here to assist you In getting your endeavors you No know, pursuing your endeavors Pursuing your dreams Your goals your aspirations But nothing will be given to you Handed to you without no work Where do you get that from? And be mindful of mixing and aligning your energy with individuals who are not like-minded you will destroy your own chances of success you want to mingle your energy into people who are not giving back if you want to give back you give something i give something we make something together it's not one-sided it's not one-sided 
So you have to understand that and your success, your own personal success. You got to rid yourself from, from being around certain people who who don't want to put the same intensity that you have in getting something done, but they want to reap the reward of it. They want to reap the reward, but they don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the work. That's why I entitled this putting in the work, doing the work. You can put the seeds in the ground. The universe is going to make them grow. But you got to put them in the ground. You see how we work hand in hand? Assistance. Assist, assist me continue to assist the universe it's like a cycle it's like a cycle this is what this is what the metal nature was about this is what they don't understand about the metal nature is that it's the observance of nature observing nature observing the things that happen and recording them Understanding them, passing them down, passing them down. That's why they thought that Africans or oh, they believed in all these different gods and all that. You hear the religious talk about African culture, African, you know, religions and things always oh, based in evil, voodoo and all this other stuff. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about. We have to be mindful as a people if we want if we really want to grow if we if we if we really want to take it to that next level we got to be humble enough humble enough to take to take heed when someone is coming to you giving you something good if somebody had a bag full of if somebody had a million dollars in a bag, all hundred dollar bills, and they was coming to give it to you, and they called you from the you you upstairs in your apartment, and they call you from downstairs, and they say, "Hey, Bucktooth Betty," yelling from the from the top of their lungs, "Hey, Bucktooth Betty, get your behind down here. I got something for you." Are you not going to, is Bucktooth Betty not going to accept that money because he called the Bucktooth Betty? Is that money beneath her now? No. However, something decides to be delivered to you. If it ain't, if it ain't jeopardizing your integrity. If it ain't jeopardizing your integrity. Sometimes the message, sometimes the message is raw. Purposely. So you can get past your hangups. Nothing is by coincidence. Sometimes the universe give you something and it gives you the lesson harshly. It gives you the lesson harshly in order to build the tolerance, in order to build some type of character to understand. You can't have it always your way. No matter how much you think yourself as being God or you could think yourself as being Emperor or It don't matter You can have the highest self esteem That there's ever been In a person You're not bigger than the universe You're not bigger than This universal law 
and sometimes you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta just take it you just gotta take it for what it is you just gotta take it for what it is but we're gonna have we're gonna have a word from one of our sponsors so we'll be back and uh you guys hold on and tune in hello this is William S. Peters, Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Inner Child Press International. First, I must say we at Inner Child Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Inner Child Press International offer to you his listeners, and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code SPOKENSOUL to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com, and we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.interchildpress.com. Thank you. Yes, you guys, if you're looking to get your book out there, if you're looking to get your first publication or your second or third or even fourth publication out there, go out there and check out my guys at Interchild Press. <clears throat> Bill is a great dude He really cares About the artist's work He's published hundreds and hundreds of first time authors And they're given a 10% discount When you use the promo code Spoken Soul Soul is spelled S-O-L So you guys go take advantage Of that promotion If you're trying to get your chat book out Your first novel Your first poetry book Whatever publication you're trying to get out, man, you go over there and check out In the Child Press. Guys do good work, very good work. But yeah, we got to do the work. We got to do the work. And sometimes it's like a hard lesson coming from love. Because sometimes I know that, you know, I can be very blunt. I can be very blunt. I get it all the time. And I really don't mean no harm. I don't mean any harm. I don't, it's nothing malicious. It's nothing malicious intended. It's just, that's the way I see it. And I say it the way I feel it. And I think it. And a lot of times it comes off to being, being too forward. It comes off being like, oh, you're just too rough. But it's just the truth. And sometimes we just got to take that. We got to value those people we have in our lives. It's going to give us the truth. They ain't going to blow smoke. They ain't gonna blow smoke Talking about oh yeah This is this And it's not You have to cherish people like that People who are gonna Challenge you to be greater People who are gonna challenge you To To be a better version of yourself You have to celebrate those people You have to You know what I'm saying Draw those people closer to you You know And be a benefit Let them be a benefit For you And you be a benefit for them it's something there You know Everybody Everybody can't be out to get you If you take that approach Everybody's out to get you You gotta have some type of discernment 
to know the difference, the wisdom to know the difference between the two. A lot of times we, we draw people close to us. We keep people close to us that make us feel good. Keep people close to us who's trying to live off our off our coattail, you know, who's who's just willing to accept the crumbs that, that, that fall off our, our plate. These are the people that make us feel the best. So these are the people that we hold dear in our life. And the individuals who give us realness, to give us that reality check, you shun them. You shun them. You get upset. You say hurtful things. You know? And it's easy because I'm a victim of it. I ain't gonna say victim. I'm a I'm you know, I'm guilty of it. I'm very guilty of doing this. Very guilty of, you know, you know, wanting to feel that, oh, yeah, it's all about me. But how Kendrick Lamar, he said that song, that song, sit down and be humble. That's a bar for real. Be humble and be grateful. Be grateful. Your statements, the things you say, the things you say to people. You never know who you have in your life that is the absolute blessing for you. But you disregard them like they're any like they're nothing. Greatness is upon you. I want to thank you guys for coming and spending the time you spend with me. It means a lot to me. You know, it definitely means a lot to me. I want you guys to hit me up. I want you to hit me up on spoken at spoken soul sessions at gmail.com and sending your comments. Sending your comments. Because I'm working on as we speak, I'm working on trying to do a live show. Where I can be able to talk to a lot of the, the audience that listen from week to week, you know, who, who, who download the episode faithfully. I want to do a live um, podcast where I can show that appreciation. We can do some calls, you know, call in and, you know, make your comments. You know, you want to comment on a particular episode. You want to comment on something I said Or you got some suggestions Some great su- suggestions I'm all ears Like I said This platform You know Is a platform That I That I put together To pay homage And to celebrate The spoken word The art of the spoken word so All are welcome You'll hear every, You'll hear anybody Pretty much Any Any genre of spoken word You probably hear on on this show working and working to get some some battle rappers to come on the show you know because that's like like to be honest a battle rap now is a great representation of the artist spoken word what they're doing what they're able to do you know as far as making a living for their family doing this spoken word thing because that's what it is spoken word they call it battle rap but we know what it is you know we know what it is So you know I'm definitely working on Getting a couple of um, Battle rappers on the show You know I think that would be a treat I know a lot of you guys Out there Watch the battle rap I know I'm a big Battle rap fan Big 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 
big battle rap fan you know so definitely but i want you guys to always i want you to be encouraged i want you guys i want you guys to know that you are great to know your greatness but be graceful with it be humble Nothing can come from gratitude But more blessings Blessings You want your life blessed You want to be a better version of you Be humble Open up Stop allowing people Around you To diminish who you're trying to be You got a bunch of yes men around you Get them from around you That's not. There's no growth and development in that Only thing that do Is stroke your ego You want to go to the next level Get yourself around like minded people Who are willing to do the work Nothing in this world Has ever gotten done Without work You have to do your part the farmer put the seeds in the ground The universe will make it grow You gotta do your part You have to be willing To do your part Let's do the work And we can sit at the table at the end And be like look what, we, look what we've accomplished Cause we did the work family I want y'all to know that I love you I love you I, I invest this time that I could be doing other things to come to you because I love you and I want you to feel that love I want you to know that love when you see black in the street you look like me you going through the same things I'm going through I love you and I want the best for you no malice no envy Straight love Now it's time for us to love each other I love you guys Remember, always speak your soul I love you I hope you love me too Peace